The Sons of Liberty is a politically neutral organization. We believe that the Judeo-Christian ethic has provided the principles upon which this nation was founded. It is our belief that these principles provide not only the foundation and framework for American government and society, but are also essential to the maintenance of a fair and just society. All program content is based on a Christian biblical worldview. One of you said to me recently that we shouldn't rock the boat. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I want to tell you that I am a boat rocker. I will not wear the mask. 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 I will not wear a mask. I will not get the vaccine. I will not get the vaccine. And I will not get the vaccine. I will resist evil. I will resist evil. I will resist evil. I will submit to God. I will submit to God. I will submit to God. In the Lord, I will praise his word. In God, I have put my trust, and I will not be afraid. Hear my prayer, O Lord, and let my cry come to you. Do not hide your face from me in the day. For the Lord is the great God, and the great King above all. Rise up, O judge of the earth. Render punishment to the proud. Lord, how long will the wicked, how long will the wicked chime? Righteousness and justice are the foundation of this I hate the work of those who follow With my mouth I will make known your faithfulness to all generations. For I have said, mercy shall be built up forever. Your faithfulness you shall stand. On an instrument of ten strings, on the lute and on the harp, with harmonious sound. For you, O Lord, have made me glad through your works. I will you, triumph in the works of your are on high forevermore. For behold, your enemies shall perish. All the workers of iniquity shall be scattered. I will defy tyrants. 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 And with that, uh, good morning, America. Welcome Christians, conservatives, constitutionalists, liberals, libertarians, communists, Islamists, LGBTQ, RSTUV, WXYZ people. All of the boat rockers who are in the house and anybody else I may have missed to the Sons of Liberty radio show here on Red State Talk Radio, where we use the Bible and the Constitution not to see who's on the right or the left, but who is on the straight and narrow. I'm your host, Tim Brown, coming to you live from the U.S. occupied state of South Carolina, the editor at SonsOfLibertyMedia.com, and for Muslim friends, I'm the infidel that Allah warned you about. I hold to the book, the Bible. As the authoritative word of God, glad that you guys have joined us here on Saturday morning. If you'd like to check us out online, please do so. Go to sonsoflibertyradio.com and also sonsoflibertymedia.com. In fact, if you head over to sonsoflibertymedia.com right now, you're listening by way of Red State Talk Radio, scroll down on the right side of the page and you'll see that we're going live, second video down. Just click onto that. You can enlarge it. That's right. You can see the face. It's made for radio. And you can also click onto the platform itself and join us in the chat. we got lots of friends in there this morning. Good morning, all you guys in the chat. Great to see you uh, early this morning. And uh, we're going to be bringing Kate on in just a moment. But while you're there, you can also check out Bradley's video from yesterday. Okay, His show from yesterday, he goes live at 3 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Central. 
You can catch him right here at sonsoflibertymedia.com. And we stress that over and over because sometimes if a if a platform bans us or whatever, then people go, well, where did you go? Where did you go? Well, we keep telling you, sonsoflibertymedia.com. If you don't see us on your favorite platform that you're on, whether it's DLive or Periscope or Twitter or Twitch or Rumble, well, you, we're going to be on Rumble for some time. There's, there's no doubt. But if you don't see us, go to sonsoflibertymedia.com. Okay, you'll find us there. Also, beforeitsnews.com, right there on the front page. So we're, we're easily accessible for you guys um, when we are on 6 a.m. in the weekdays, 8 a.m. on Saturdays, and then 3 p.m. in the afternoon, Monday through Saturday. Okay? Also, while you're at sonsoflibertymedia.com, subscribe to the email newsletter. That's right above <clears throat> the Equipping the Saints uh, link, which is, by the way, that's Bradley's five or six DVD set. I don't know how many DVDs it is. Um, where he goes into the public schools, shows you what's being taught there. It's It really is an equipping tool for you to know how to respond to people in certain with certain ideologies and certain um, uh, practices that they're pushing, uh, not only on our children, but they're trying to push them on us as well. So that's now free. You can click on that. You can see it on sonsoflibertyradio.com, the entire series. And you can purchase a series of that on DVD. Uh, we've got the link up here on sonsoflibertymedia.com. But but sign up for our newsletter. You get one email from us a day. We don't rent it. We don't spam your email. We don't sell your email to anybody. And uh, you get the morning show, too. Okay, You get the morning show archive that I talk about. When we do the show, we archive it. Links, videos, all the other stuff, the podcast, everything's in it. In one place, that comes every night in that email. Finally, if you agree with our message and you'd like to help us, we let you know our needs. We don't ask you for money, but if you but it costs money to do things. So if you want to help us, there's a donate button uh, at the top of sonsoflibertymedia.com. If you want to partner with us monthly, there is a son become a son or daughter of liberty button that you can click on. You can set that up for uh, monthly. And then we have our store, which has all kinds of products, including the My War series and the My War comic book, which is Bradley's testimony. I mean... Uh, if you haven't looked at the, if you haven't seen the comic book, okay, let me just say this: if you haven't seen the comic book, it really is second to none. It's it's done just like a regular comic book. I mean, it's that high quality. It's and it's not some flimsy thing. It's it's pretty solid, and it was done by a uh, DC Comics uh, artist. So it's it's very well made, and uh, you've got I think you've got the Constitution in there. And um, you, you've got Bradley's testimony. So if you've got maybe a young person in your life that you're wanting to share the gospel with in a, a really practical way, get the, get the uh, My War comic book, uh, Bradley's testimony, and, um, and give that to them. See, see how they respond to that. Now, with that said, we're going to bring Kate on in just a second. And uh, what I want to do is... Um, uh, Pull pull her up here for just a second, and uh, and then we're gonna we're gonna play some video where she's not ashamed of the gospel or telling the truth, and we like that about Kate. That's why we have Kate on the show, by the way. Not just because she's really smart, okay, but but she's she's bold and she sticks to uh, her convictions. And with that said, I want to welcome to the Sons of Liberty, Kate Shimrani. And Kate, I think you got your mic still muted there. So good morning. Yeah, good morning. Thank you for having me on. Yeah, yeah. Now here's what I want to do before we we get going with you. Um, I want I want to play again. I played it yesterday for the audience, but I want to play just your your speech out in front of the courthouse, and then you're going to give us some updates on some things. But this is your speech, 
And uh, you got your pink suit on, so you're definitely standing out among the crowd. And I want people to hear again exactly what you had to say. Yes, Wes. Wes thinks Wes says not only are you smart, but you're pretty too. <laughs> so you, you you got your pink suit on, and they give you the bullhorn, and here comes Kate. We're here today because we are trusting our legal system. We are all citizens here. We indeed pay for the police with our council tax. They are civilians in uniform of the people, for the people. They are not there to carry out the tyrannical requests of a government going above and beyond the powers that we the people bestowed upon them. If you do indeed believe in a true democratic society and that your vote does indeed count. We are sovereign beings. We own our bodies. If being an anti-vaxxer means objecting to any poison being injected into our bodies or our children's bodies or children in care that has nothing conducive to health but will indeed destroy their health. And I wish to add, our NHS put it under further suppression by having to treat these if you do think you're getting treated. If that makes me an anti-vaxxer, then so be it. And I take this opportunity to say that no vaccine has ever been proven safe no vaccine has ever been proven effective, and no two vaccines have ever been tested for that efficacy in a court of law. If you think that I am wrong, please take me into a court, then let's get all the evidence on the table, and you will indeed see that you have been lied to. The new vaccine is not a vaccine. It does not fulfill the legal definition of a vaccine. It is indeed a device. I will tell you the, the ingredients of ordinary vaccines, if one could call it that. Aluminium, mercury, viruses, funguses, mold. Nothing conducive to health. They literally set your body up for disease. This is what happens. Then you become a customer for life. The new device has 20 mechanisms of injury in it. 20. It goes into your ribosomes and it begins to manufacture new viral components that should not be there. Once they are there, it then forms spike proteins that attach to all of your organs. There are about seven coronaviruses that will cause us to have an effect, stimulate an immune response. When you come into contact with those, you are going to have an immune response that your body suddenly recognizes you have those spike proteins on your organs. You will start to attack yourself. They are loading everyone up for the biggest genocide of this century. So we stand here in this court for doing what? For standing up our right and speaking. We have the right to speak. And yet they are taking away our inalienable rights. This is not about a pandemic. Over 80s were the victims, if one does believe, of COVID-19. Of those that died, they had two other comorbidities minimum. That means they had two other underlying illnesses. If you die in this country, Within 28 days of a positive test, it goes down as a COVID-19 death. So if you die of suicide and you've had a test, or you're run over in a car accident, this is a lie. Flu has disappeared. They are rebranding flu. So do you see, this is not about a virus. It is about rolling out this new experimental bioweapon device. There are 89 more devices in the pipeline. They are now going to inject our children. Phase three trials are incomplete. 
You are the experiment. You. It goes against the Nuremberg Code. We have seen holocausts all over the world and we're about to see another. Our children are going to be injected. Let's not forget the amount of children in care that have been betrayed once by those that brought them into this world and they're about to be betrayed again for the very last time. Make no bones about this. It is a depopulation device. They are taking away everything so that you are pushed into a corner. I will now refer as my last words, whatever you think, Margaret Thatcher. She stated that they were the first government to be successful in pushing back socialism, the first cousin of communism. Communism is all around us right now. We are going to be living in a society, as Boris Johnson said in his United Nations 2019 public address, our every move will be watched. Everything we do will be watched. It is a surveillance society. This is what your 5G technology is. It's surveillance. And how do they do that? He said, there's a, something as small as a red blood cell to deliver medicines around your body. That's not for delivering medicines. They are winding down the NHS. That device I believe he's talking about is hydrogel. Hydrogel is inside of those devices. It has an electrical charge. It integrates with your tissue. It multiplies. The very environment it needs to do so is inside your body, your bacteria. That will connect you up to the internet of things. That's exactly what it's for. Don't take my word for it. Please go and look up DARPA. DARPA works with the Pentagon. It's working with the Gates Foundation. It is the internet of things. We are moving into AI. Now, whether we like it or not, that's what's coming. The economy is going to collapse. So we all need to ask ourselves, what is it to be human? Do we want to see a do not resuscitate on our elderly? Do we want to see a do not resuscitate on our disabled? This is what we saw in Nazi Germany. Everything in Nazi Germany was legal. The last time it was done, it was the nurses of the Third Reich that facilitated the deaths of the patients. And we're seeing that today in our NHS. We have testimonies from nurses. Britain bought all of the medazolam that France had. Medazolam is a sedative. It's used in anesthesia. It's used in end-of-life care. The sales of morphine and medazolam exponentially rose since lockdown. They are killing our elderly. They are killing those in the hospitals. NICE gave the authority to the nurses and doctors on the 29th of April 2020 that any patient who was critical for OT score 6, that means they might be in home with washing and dressing, they might have had a stroke, they might be blind. Anyone who was critical for OT score 6 and above who could not reach their own desired life goals could have all of their medical treatment removed. What is that? Essential medication, food, water. Are we not human? Do we not take care of our elderly, our young and our infirm? Or are we now in a society like Nazi Germany? Also, what does it mean to be human? Each of your genomes has 10 billion miles of DNA. You only need to change one piece of DNA, take it out, put another piece in, translocate, and it changes your binary code, your computer program, your encyclopedia from the creator. You are no longer human. 
Can you be genocided? Is it even genocide to kill you? You now have a patent on you. You are GMO. This is the future. So ask yourselves, what is it to be human? As we stand here in our courts today, our courts are based on the laws within scripture, God's laws. That is what we have today. I would tell all of you, look in scripture, your answers are there. Whether you're my Muslim brothers and sisters, my black brothers and sisters, my Baha'i, my Catholics, my Christian brothers and sisters in Christ. It is all there. Please look and ask yourselves, are you human? All right, there's there's Kate and uh, Kate. Before you, before I, I give you a word here, just to let you know something. Uh, some people are sounding off in the chat. Uh, the best of Britain. Um, one lady says her daughter said that Kate is no domestic terrorist. She doesn't spread misinformation. She spreads everything but misinformation and COVID. <laughs> And uh, you know, Kurt, you're, you're asking why do we why do we bring these things out about the UK? Again, what's going on there is is being pushed here, but they're having to push it much slower here because we have an armed population still. We have still some people with some spunk who will stand up and say no to it. You're seeing that in several states, and so <clears throat> a lot of this is happening there. Plus, um, you know, Kate is our sister, so in the Lord, so we want. Uh, to cover that because the Bible tells us that we're to weep with those who weep, we're to rejoice with those who rejoice, we're to be in prayer for, for those who are facing persecution and suffering and these kinds of things. So that's that's really, you know, we're, we're bringing her on for these kinds of things. Plus, Kate is a walking encyclopedia of uh, you know <laughs> health, health news, I mean, really, uh, in things about how to take care of your body, and we're going to talk a little bit about that as well. But Kate, um, go ahead. Do you want to speak? Now, this happened on Thursday uh, before you went to court. Do you want to speak about what went on after that? Well, that was that was when we came out of court. I did another speech oh, okay. before we went in. Uh, the reason I wore pink is because our legal uh, system, when you go into a court, is set out like an admiralty of a ship, and it's actually maritime law. It's not common law, which it should be. And they wear the black, the gowns and the wigs for the death of uh, the death of justice. Oh, that's what it is. And I refuse to go into a court of law and wear black. I'm just not doing it. And um, that was why I chose to wear pink. Um, I do actually think long and hard about things. I know some people might think I just shoot off from the hip. I don't. Um, I don't practice things because I don't want them to be contrived. But I do think long and hard. Um, so we went in there and it was ridiculous. Uh it's totally ridiculous. You know, have you got a mask? No, here's a mask. No, I'm not wearing one. Um, have you got a, a lanyard? No, I don't need to wear a lanyard. It's not the law. And this is in the court. Well, can you wear this sticker? No, I'm not wearing a sticker. Why not just brand me a Jew or, or gay or whatever else you want to do? Um, can you carry the sticker? No, I can't carry the sticker. I mean, this is how it was. And these are people that are working in there. It's complete madness. Um, we were then asked to sit in the dock. This is not a custodial offence. My barrister said, you do not sit in the dock. You sit at the back. And we did. And, you know, think what people want to about Fiona Hine, Fiona Rose Diamond. Wow, that woman's uh, got more, more um, gonads than most men I know. Um, she represented herself and um, wasn't being belligerent. And she knew the law and she was very articulate. But um, I just sat very quietly. I was listening. I was somewhat entertained as well by what I saw um, because we, we haven't broken any laws I was asked to MC. What's uh, we came out 
um, what's actually transpired for me. And I will say this, that these, these are tyrannical times and it's, it's, it's biblical. And I've been very betrayed by friends, very close friends at the very start of this unlawful lockup, who were the very people I'd loaned money to, done tr- free treatment to. And they had gone to the NMC. These were friends. These weren't patients. Um, I've had, you know, my, my neighbours have, have all been vaccinated and said foolish comments. And um, But it is what it is. I had my own son betray me with lies. Not once, but twice. He did it on British TV. He did it on American TV. And I forgive him because I love him. It's caused you know, um, my family kind of don't like what he's done. My, my, his grandmother, his aunt, um, and he still makes very foolish comments, but, um, you know, my other children, my daughters are sort of round and, and it's wonderful, um, to have my daughters back, um, which is great. But people, even since then, I have since found out have betrayed me, have lied, have said things about me that they don't need to say, and I don't need to even talk of it. But so we, we've gone to court and it's been postponed for now, whatever you want to call it in legal terms, nonsense, because they wanted to put all of us together in one big trial. And there's several dates in there that have got nothing to do with myself and Fiona Hine, which would mean it would be the longest court case in a magistrate's history. And I believe... Um, we would be just sitting through loads of stuff that didn't have anything to do with us and being charged. Don't forget, it's all got to be paid for. Uh, the public's paying for it and also there's court expenses. And just to say, I do, we are now putting in the Crowd Justice Fund so for £70,000 so I can fight this and I will fight it. And you've seen I have a voice and I will take my own Bible into court um, because I know where this Bible's been and what's been spoken over it. So it it's... Um, and I'll let you know that anyone wants to donate. I mean, if what's 70,000, if everyone gave a tenner in $10, it'd be great. So um, there's fines and there's, I have six criminal charges. Now, if they find me guilty, whatever, then I'll wear them like a badge of honour. Um, the new passport that they want to push in, actually, it's not about a vaccine. It's not a health passport because it's actually got all your convictions on there as well. All your medical history. It is exactly the same as communist China. That's exactly what they're bringing in. That's what all this is about. So we're in going through the process. So now they're going to have to put the three lawyers, whether we're going to have these trials separated, which is what's been asked for. And myself and um, Fiona Hine, I believe there's over 40 witnesses against us. And I'm sure they're all police officers. Yes, Your Honour, I feared for my safety. Of course you did when you came in with your truncheons. Um, but this is what it is. It's a process. Um, I'm not I'm not perturbed. I haven't broken any laws. But I would um, I would like to just say this because this is a Christian radio. I'm just going to change my specs. I've got specs because I'm really tired. I was working really late. I just want to read this and then I'm going to read you something afterwards, which I think all your viewers are going to find and listeners really, really interesting. Um, We have all seen all week. And even as I was waiting to go into court I saw all these videos of the people holding the magnets on their skin. Did you see that? And this is all linked to what I'm saying court. Because remember, our courts are based on God's laws. That's what they're supposed to be based on. Our queen was forbidden to legislate. That is what our laws of this land are meant to be based on. So I'm going to read you Daniel 2.42 down to 45. And this is from the King James Version of the Bible. Stay with me, folks. 
And as the toes of the feet were part of iron and part of clay, so the kingdom shall be partly strong and partly broken. And whereas thou sowest iron mixed with miry clay, they shall mingle themselves with the seed of men, but they shall not cleave one to another, even as iron is not mixed with clay. And in the days of these kings shall the God of heaven set up a kingdom which shall never be destroyed and the kingdom shall not be left to other people, but it shall break in pieces and consume all these heavens and it shall stand forever. Now, that's my Bible. And I want to read you what a pharmacist from Italy sent to me, just letting my Black, black, black Cats Lives Matter, Floyd. <laughs> <laughs> He's a mancoon, a black mancoon called Floyd. So this was a, um, far, I've just rescued him. A pharmacist um, in Italy, she translated a video of uh, an experiment, or a test that's gone round. So I know what this test is because it's done in oncology. Oncology Ology is, you know, the study of, we know what that is. And we know what oncologists are. They generally, you know, fill you full of mustard gas and just help you to your creator. That's what I think of oncologists. Um, the only good one is, is an unemployed one. Um, so this was based on a test that's done in oncology to find out if you have cancer in your lymphatic system. And your lymphatic system is, you know, your lymph nodes all over your body, which carry away debris, um, your brain has the glymphatic system, which cleans it at night, the toxins. So they can, when your white cells have done their job, killed things, cleaned everything, it, it, they all filter through there, which is why you get raised lymph nodes when you've fought an infection. So this is what she said, this pharmacist to me. This video is in Italian, but I shall make a brief summary of what has been told. She's translating because I think it is important. Dr. Biscardi is collaborating with well-known researchers and hospital oncologists on this magnetic phenomenon, phenomenon after the COVID injection. The research was done by a hospital-grade machinery, shown in the video, that is usually used to scan lymph nodes after a bolus of iron when investigating lymphatic system for cancer. The experiment was done before and after the injection. And immediately after injection, there's a huge signal from the machinery on the injection site. Then as time passes within three to five hours, the machinery starts detecting the signal on the underarm axillas and later on the neck, lymph nodes in your neck. The signal was much stronger then after the usual iron bolus that is used in cancer investigations with this machinery. Remember, this machine only tests for iron in the lymph. And we do not know for, for other substances. So it's only tested for iron. In none of the vaccination, the injection ingredients, is there any iron present? So I think that's quite important, don't you? So I do. What is it, what? Yeah, and I'm going to scripture. Stay with me on all of it because I, I was reading. Someone sent me that piece of scripture, and I well, a little bit. I went and read it, and then I remembered, um, you know, this um, what this this pharmacist had sent to me. I'm going to send you the actual video now, Tim. 
Okay. Um, like, uh, well, I'll send you the whole, um, the whole thing for you to for you to post. And for people, um, which while you while you're talking, I'm playing this video here with uh, several people, and I can't blow it up. It's a bit shoot thing, so you get this picture in picture thing. Um, but in any case. There, there's just multiple people doing this. Uh, I think they called it the magnet challenge or something like that. And so now the corporate-owned Mockingbird Media is out there trying to debunk this, and they ha- they're desperately trying to do it, but they can't do it because it's happening to everybody. Now, here's the thing. I know the passage you read about Daniel. Um, you know, that's talking. That's talking about Christ destroying the kingdoms as they come down the line. And he even tells you later on in the passage what the kingdoms are and how and then the rock who's cut out uh who's cut out without hands comes and smashes the image. Uh at the feet, as a matter of fact. It smashes the image and then his kingdom grows into a mountain that fills the whole earth. So <clears throat> I know what that's saying, but you were making mention, and this is where it got me, you were making mention in your speech that I played the first about the hydrogels having an electrical charge. And I can see that as part of this. I, maybe I'm wrong about that, but I could see that as part of what's going on at these at these injection sites of why they're getting these magnets to stick to their skin. Yeah, and and actually, like I said, this test is showing the magnetism, a much higher reading than what you get in oncology. And then it's showing it first in the axilla, then on to, in the neck. And that's quite significant. I mean, I read, I read far and wide. Um, I read a lot of, the, um, a lot of the, the literature that's coming out about the vaccine. We have to remember here that injection, that injection. Um, I have to keep switching glasses. They're the ones I can see the screen, and these are my $3 ones. Um, <laughs> it's, it's, it's fatigue and sugar affect. You think you see with your eyes, and actually that's why when you eat sugar, it affects your eyesight. It's not your eyes, folks. When you start to have sugar and that hyperinsulinism affects your eyesight. Remember, these are just windows. It's what's transmitted into your brain. It's all anyway. That's a whole different subject. Uh, this is why I'm single. I'm so boring. Um, the investigation of COVID-19 vaccines, let's not call them vaccines, devices, were granted emergency use based upon reducing symptoms only. Now, we've been told they don't reduce symptoms and they don't uh, cause an immune response. And not based upon preventing transmission. Once the trials are completed, Moderna in October 27, 2022, and Pfizer January 31st, 2023, the data will be analysed. And at that time, it may be possible to know if either or both vaccine candidates reduce viral transmission. How can they? It's never been isolated and purified. Does it even exist? So whatever that is. Um, there's never been a situation where a vaccine candidate, that's all of us, um, was rolled out to millions of healthy people ever under such a bizarre set of facts. It is all bizarre. It's all totally mental. And the people that are um, going and having this, going back to scripture here, it's like some, um, (laughs) I'm going to tell you why I'm tired now. I remember as a young, I think I was really quite young, the Jim Jones, the Guiana tragedy. And I watched a program on the TV about it, about Jim Jones, who was supposed to be this pastor. And it was a CIA operation. And I remembered that without anyone prompting me, seeing it anywhere, probably a few months ago, because I mentioned it to someone I know. And all these people drank the poison. And, And that's what we were told at the time. I watched a documentary, but actually they didn't. Many of them were shot. 
And many of them, even the reporters who'd come on the plane and tried to escape were shot. And many of those who wouldn't drink it were forced to drink it. Um, and it was like some um, psychological operation where could they get everybody into it? So I was watching a band video this morning, which then brought up about the, the Guiana tragedy. And what we've seen is an entire population, particularly in the Western world, um, where, you know, in, okay, let's talk America and the UK and some parts of Europe. Uh, and yes, I am on here and it is a Christian station. And your constitution is very much based on our constitution. So um, your founding fathers, everybody sort of came from the UK. We might be a little island, but you look through history for any homish, pillage, rape and everything else. There's a red coat in there somewhere. Um, that's my ancestors. Um, so what they've actually done is they've convinced the population <laughs> that we are vermin, that we are a plague, that we are raping the planet, that we need to be reduced. Global warming uh, and all of that nonsense, if you believe it. Oh, Greta Thunberg and co. I mean, come on. Um, so all of this, they've convinced us that we are indeed the plague. And then we we go back to even Carrie Mullis and AIDS, Carrie Mullis, the, P, the PCR test. And um, the whole, I, I actually have, have, I've been very fortunate that I've spoken in person to Celia Farben, wonderful woman who interviewed Carrie Mullis. And he wanted to go full on, full on. And in one of his things, he actually said about, you know, let's get that little um, bleep I'm assuming it was Fauci and chase him to his office. Um, <laughs> yes. he, he found all the discrepancies with AIDS and he spotted it then. And what a surprise. He died in 2019, just before this, this whole pandemic, scamdemic. So what we have is a population here that are, are divided. So we have all those that are taking the Kool-Aid, the poison, the rat poison, the devil's Kool-Aid, and they are being deceived and they are buying into this whole thing. And they are, I've been worldly. I haven't always been a Christian and I pay for my sins now. I didn't, okay, my children went to a Christian school, um, but I didn't bring them up with the word. I didn't. And so I have to pay for that. And, and I am paying, trust me. Oh, I have many, many words with my father, my king, the one and only, when I'm walking on my own, if I'm not with my trusty dog walking mate and cameraman Katrina, whose name's really Catherine, but I call her Katrina, on the forest. I've wept openly. I pray very loudly. So if anyone's happened to be in the bushes, I do, they'll hear me. And um, because he hears the trees, the birds here. And Amen. I pay for all of that. So, you know, don't ever think I don't own my poop. Trust me, I really do. And there's nothing anyone can say that I've not said to myself. Um, but all of what I see is this entire generation of selfish, um, every single sin in the Bible, it's there. It's all in plain view. They want to go on their holidays. They don't care about the elderly. They don't care about the disabled. They weren't out on the streets for them. They don't care mentally disabled. They don't care that they're a do not resuscitate. All they care about is getting on their jollies. They only care about what they can do, what they can buy, what they can have. Me, 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 me. And it's so vulgar and soul-destroying to watch. And it has, um, today, um, it, it did make me go and read Voltaire. And I, I'm sure you know who that is. And after he'd gone all around the world and he found himself in Turkey, um, and he saw 
the misery of those in politics and how miserable that kind of life can be when you're on centre stage. And trust me, I'm feeling that. Um, well, I'm not miserable, uh, but I, I, I can see that you get a lot of flack from everywhere. And he came across a, um, I don't know, it's a farmer, but a man and he, he asked him and he said, I'm going to pronounce this all wrong, so please do forgive me. This was in Turkey. Il faut cultiver notre jardin. And the translation is, we must cultivate our garden. And what this man said was, when you're in politics and all of that, it makes you miserable. And what you should tend to is your own life. Tend to your own life. Amen. And he had, I believe he had, uh, I, I can't remember, I'm, I read it quickly. Is it 200 acres? I can't remember. But he, he would have been growing all the fruit that you grow in such a region. I presume pomegranates and peaches and all of these things. And was able to provide food. And he had his whole family working for him. So there was no corruption or anything. And I thought, you know what? That is where I'm kind of at. What am I good at? Um, I'm good at health and nutrition and trying to work with people to reverse disease. And I can speak what I see very articulately. But I'm not political. And I've been pulled into that. And I am very much on my own. And right now, we see all of those who are drinking the Kool-Aid... And they're taking this bioweapon and they're going to pay for that. They are. There's nothing in it for health. And there's everything in it to destroy your health and kill you. Um, if not immediately, certainly very quickly. And that's not my bag. They've done it. We also know, as, as Dr. Lee Merritt very um, articulately put it, know that there are many studies out there that were done on the rats where they themselves can transmit to us who are not vaccinated. In our press this week, we had um, Michael Gough's wife, who is a journalist. How dare she? It's hate speech. It's hate crime. She should be arrested. And it was in the press talking about how we, the unvaxxed, are selfish. And why should the rest of them have their lives kind of stopped because of us? And also we had someone on a radio show, I believe it was LBT, saying what would she do if she was sitting next to an unvaxxed person, she should put poison in their drink. Now, everything that happened in Nazi Germany was legal. And so what we see now is hate speech. And very soon, if we allow this to continue, this hate speech then will become not just speech, it will become physical. And this is what you saw in the streets where um, homosexuals, uh, blacks, gypsies, uh, Jewish people were had well the Jewish people had their businesses taken they were attacked in the street and then they were killed all of these people were killed and nobody batted an eyelid um, no one intervened in broad daylight yeah. and we see that in other countries this happens this is so we are seeing very slowly this happening so going back to that scripture the iron I like that the iron is mentioned the metal is mentioned here in this test that is done in oncology and they're picking up metal. They're picking up metal in this test, iron and clay. This is in scripture. As we know, scripture is not a biography. It's a theology. We live, we live by it. And you and I both agree. We don't believe we're at end times. We've been here before, but this, this is all interlinked. And so there is a division. These people are with iron and we're going this way. And I, I, I don't believe for a minute that we're going to stop this. I don't believe that you can stop AI. I don't believe that we can stop what's happening because we're exactly where the agenda 
had already purported that we would be. You know, last year I was talking about exactly this before anybody else was in the UK. Yep. And it got into a lot of trouble. And we are here. And I am sure by next year, um, the passport will be there, travel will be restricted. And um, and lots of people dead. Lots of people are going to die. Absolutely. And there'll be a lot of period of unrest because you're going to have people dying in the waterworks, the power stations, the electricity yep. places, the hospitals, the shops, the post offices, the delivery vehicles, Amazon, all of these things. And you're going to have a very unstable time. Um, delivery lines breaking down for food. Yep. All of this will massive unemployment. The property market can do nothing other than crash. At the moment, there's very few properties on the market. Once furlough ends and people start to lose their jobs because this is a it's a fake buoyancy because companies are being paid i believe it's a thousand pounds per employee to remain open if you like but once that furlough ends and these companies all go bust and these people realize they've got no job and they can't pay their mortgages they're going to either hand their houses back or they're going to try and sell them to recoup some equity Mm. and you're going to see the market flooded price the houses the price of houses dropping and then you're going to see people selling their houses at very low rates. And this is like, I, I believe, because I don't just follow medical. I do follow investments. Uh, I follow all the financial stuff because I don't know enough about it. And I try and educate myself. But it looks like, um, you know, this is going to be the worst it's ever been, ever. So this is going to be a great period. And there's something that we must all do. And it tells us we must prep. We shouldn't be living week to week. I see people, they've got Sky TV, a nice car, smoke, designer mm. glasses, holidays every year. And yet they've only got week to week groceries in their cupboard. They don't have any candles, batteries. They don't have anything. They don't have any water. They don't have anything. And don't be fooled. And you know this in America that when we saw the depression and you had the Great Depression, What they don't tell you about that time was that it wasn't just people queuing up in food lines and having nothing. People were murdered, murdered in their homes, murdered for food. There was there was a lot of civil unrest, but they don't remind you of that. It was horrific because there's nothing going to make people act more violent than hunger. Yep. Because the basic survival. You know, Kate, that's one of the things that I've said all along. People can see what's going on. They can see it in the UK. They can see it here. Now, you guys are coming out by the millions like week after week after week and making your marches around. Um, But I've often said that people are really going to take it to heart and they're going to do what needs to be done. The good people, I'm not talking about the people who go and murder you for food. The good people are going to do eventually what it takes that they should have done a long time ago when they have hungry bellies, and that's the only thing that's going to move them. Now, you, you made mention of some of these things here, and I, I want to ask you a little bit about it, because I watched an interview, of course, uh, Bradley had uh, Sherry Tenpenny on yesterday, but I watched another video in which she was speaking about the issue, because you had, you had mentioned the issue of shedding, you weren't going to be taking on any more clients who had right. had the vaccine, and Sherry said there was a difference between what came with the vaccines of shedding and what is going on now with these new injections, which she says is really transmission. And she said there, there are two different things going on in the, in the two things. Do you know what those are? Cause I, I saw what they are. One trend, one sheds a particular thing and the other one transmits something else. 
I think when I was listening to Lee Merritt, I'm just starting to read and uh, learn what's more about that. I know that shedding, when you have a vaccine, it's not a virus, it's a GMO. It's completely different. And I got very, very sick in 2020, January. And I believe, I believe, because I've never been that sick in my life. It was like pneumonia. That's exactly what it was, all the symptoms. Um, But I was sitting in a cinema with everybody, all these oldies who just had their um, flu vaccine in my town. And they all were very sick as well, got similar symptoms. Um, The transmission, I believe, is the transmission of spike proteins. That's quite scary um, because they attach to all your organs and they have the ability to integrate into your DNA. Um, it's a cluster bomb. Yeah. Like well, let, let, let's go into that because you say a GMO and for people who don't know what that is, it's a genetically modified organism. Now, to give people a picture, years ago, I did a story on some soybean farmers. I think they were up here in North Carolina. And what was happening was you had some of them who bought the GMO soybeans, right? Um, <clears throat> the Monsanto soybeans. And then you've got other farmers who use just the regular soybeans. And what was happening was, was the GMO ones were cross-pollinating with the regular soybeans. So the, okay. the farmers uh, would come in and after they would uh, cultivate, the, the, the obviously, the soy. And then they were coming in and they were getting the seeds, the, the soybean seeds. And they would have a, a company come in, and I don't know how they do it, but they, they do it, and then they filter out the dirt and all the others so they can replant them the next year. Well, what was happening was the, um, the, the people who represented the companies who had the GMO soybeans were going around to all the farmers and checking their, their, their seeds and seeing if they were their seeds. And what was happening was their seeds were coming over into the natural soybeans and they were mm-hmm. cross-pollinating them, making them GMOs. And I think that's what you're saying about this, this transmission and stuff that's going on. And what happened was those farmers were being pushed out of business because all of a sudden these guys were saying, well, you're using our soybeans and you're not paying us for it. And they, they yeah, weren't. That actually happened. I can't remember the country. It was one of the Asian countries. It wasn't Cambodia. It was one of those countries. And the same happened with rice. And what they did was they they used their GMO rice. And when the farmers tried to germinate their own rice at the end of their growing season, however it's done, please forgive my ignorance. I don't know about rice. um, Their own crop was sterile. So they then had to go to the government to buy the GMO rice. And the government then put up the price really high so the farmers couldn't afford to buy it. So then the farmers all began to starve and they had to sell their rice paddies to the government at a very low price. And then the government got the farmers to work it for buttons and then put the price of rice through the roof. Um, And that's the way they do it. I mean, this is just what's been done. This is years ago. And I was reading about this probably about 11 11 years ago, um, and one of the uh, Asian countries and how it's done. And this is what they do, GMO corn. So that actually, when it comes into contact with the non-GMO, it renders the non-GMO sterile. That's how it works. Remember, when you eat GMO corn or its derivatives, which is in corn oil, so all your your confectionery, all your sweets, your candy and everything, um, you, the way it works is when the insect lands on it, it gets holes in its gut and it dies. That's how they stop the pests. So when you eat that, you get holes in your gut. 
and you get unprocessed food stuff going into your bloodstream it sets up an immune response and that's why food allergies have gone through the roof but then your GMO I mean we all are I, I'm, I'm kind of past my sell-by date now you know I'm what 56 this year um, but what I do now is is for the children it, it's so messed up and there's that very famous line control the food control the people yep. basically that's it yep. because that's what they do in every war situation yep. the first thing you do is control the food and I want to just remind everyone here that when I started on this and was telling the truth and I've never lied and I've always tried to validate my sources and if I can't I'll say I can't validate the source well I had two military personnel come to me one who was joining the special forces and they both told me both from completely separate uh, places that they at their their hangars at their bases they had seen more food stacked in these hangars than they'd ever seen in their military careers and one of them had got a considerable amount of career behind him. So much food. He said, I don't know why there's all this non-perishable food. It's absolutely packed. I've never seen it. I don't know what it's for. It's kind of obvious what it's for. Um, There's going to be a shortage and they need to feed the military. Why? So um, we know that. Look what they've... So they kick down your door and round you up is what it is. So, yeah. So... uh, this, this is what's happening. We're down this line of what's coming. And that's why, you know, I read out Voltaire. I'm just a woman here on my own. The police have printed my address. Um, I'm already a target. Um, I, there's nothing I can really do. I, I'm moving. Okay, I'm moving houses. I've got a problem with the house I'm buying, but um, I've withdrawn that. But we're doing all that. You know, it's just a headache. It's, these are things are sent to try us. But... Um, this is all coming along and we we have a choice. And I do believe, like I said, there's going to be the technocratic is it's going to go ahead. It doesn't matter what way. There's too much money been spent, too much time been spent on this AI and how they're going to do it. The laying of the entire 5G technology, which, yes, 60 gigahertz and up is similar to the uh, military weapon, the growler, but it's also a surveillance it's a surveillance um, uh, tool as well. And so it's all coming and everything is all there. Everything is just panning out exactly the way I read. There's no deviation. It hasn't slowed. It's bang on time. It's bang on target. Um, for everyone out there that's a Q person, please stop posting on the British Nursing Alliance. I'm going to delete your Q stuff every single time. Amen. I'm not interested. <laughs> um it, it, because, you know, if you're still thinking that, well, good good luck if it gets you to sleep at night. That's fine. Incidentally, I never have any problems sleeping. Clear conscience. You know, Kate, one of the things that you said in your in the speech that we play at the first, you talk about what it is to be human and stuff. And, um, you know, it's obviously to be made in the image of God. That's for sure. Uh, but one of the things that strikes me in this GMO thing, and then I want to move over to the magnesium thing because we're running out of time. We're going to have to go over. So you guys listening by way of Red State Talk Radio, if you want to hear the segment on magnesium, it's probably going to come after the radio show. Jump over to SonsLibertyMedia.com, right side of the page. Join us there. But but one of the things you said was that you become a GMO, a ge- genetically more modified organism. Now, and then the question that you posed was, well, can you just be killed because you're not considered human anymore? You're considered a GMO. And people might think that's really far out there, but I just want to remind people of the history. For thousands of years, people knew that what grew inside a woman's belly 
was a baby. It was a human. Now we've been conditioned, the generations have been conditioned to say, no, 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 it really doesn't become a baby, a human, till pick your time. Okay? And nobody can substantiate that objectively. They're, they're very subjective in whatever they want to do. And by the way, any of the pro-life bills that Republicans push forward that don't abolish abortion are nothing but abortion regulation. That's it. They're still on board with abortion because they haven't eliminated it. I just want to make that, that clear. But that's what's come there. Now, when you go to Nazi Germany, you have them pointing out Jews, uh, the gypsies, all these other people, and, and Christians too. Christians were a large uh, number of people who were killed as well, folks. And you have that going oh, on. As well. Yeah, you're, you have that going on, but they claimed that they were diseased, that they were really not human, and all of this other stuff, and they conditioned the minds of the people to think that as well. And so, hey, when they caught one of these guys out, and they might have had a truncheon or a knife or a gun on them, they didn't get a trial. They shot them dead in the street and all of this stuff. So I don't think this is a far-fetched to say, okay, these guys come in. They say, hey, we, we modified their genetic uh, stuff. Here's the patents we have on that and this, that, and the other. And all of a sudden, you're no longer considered, considered to be a human being in the eyes of a twisted, unjust system. I mean, I can see that coming along real quick. Yeah, absolutely. And... I believe that as well. The minute you're genetically modified, and don't forget, it's it's got a it's got a patent on it. That's got a patent on it that's going to integrate with you. So you're not of the creator anymore. You are GMO, and I believe that is part of the agenda. Then, um, and and also, you know, if you go back to um, going back to these these times, all of these things were legal, and this hatred being set up. And for anyone out there who wants to be pro-life and says, my body, my choice, I always, um, I, I always say I try everything, I try everything. And, and then I'll talk about it. If I've not, if I've not tried, I'm not talking about it. My first job was in a was in a gynecology ward, I saw suction terminations up to 12 weeks. And I saw miscarriages up to 12 weeks, I saw some that were beyond 12 weeks who shouldn't have been in our in our ward. And I saw the odd suction termination that was beyond 12 weeks. And that was in the days when they didn't really scan you. Uh, when Kate, you've seen a Kate, baby rip pieces. Kate, can you, can, you, can you hold that thought? Because i got to close out the show here. And, uh, and then I want you to pick up with that thought. So hold it. And we'll pick up on the other side as we finish out the radio show. You guys on Red State Talk Radio, please join us. SonsOfLibertyMedia.com. Jump over there on the right side of the page. And uh, you can enlarge that. Don't forget to catch Bradley today. 3 p.m. Eastern Time, 2 p.m. Central on SonsOfLibertyMedia.com. We're going to finish with Kate. And then Kate's going to talk about magnesium. So if you're interested in that, check it out. You guys have a great weekend. Great Lord's Day. See you 6 a.m. Monday morning, Lord willing. Okay, all right, we want to welcome everybody coming over from Red State Talk Radio to SonsOfLibertyMedia.com. Right side of the page there is where you can join us. And, Kate, I didn't mean to interrupt you there, but if you want to finish your thought, and then we'll jump on to the magnesium issue. Yeah, I I, follow, I followed um, Terminations because, like I say, my first job, I saw it firsthand. And the ladies used to come back from theater and um, they were supposed to remain on bed rest until um, PD bleeding had stopped. And sometimes if they kept bleeding, it was because they got retained products. And I always remember one woman, these were in the days when you could smoke a cigarette in the day room, but she went to the bathroom where the shower room was and to have a cigarette. And there was like a bit of a severed arm in the bottom of the shower base. And 
she passed some clots and um I was just a young girl really well young not a young girl I was what 20 20 and 21 that time so I saw the horrors of that and um I always remember a lady we used to use cervigen pessaries that are pushed up transvaginally and they soften the cervix so that when the patient goes down to theater the surgeon goes into the cervix with these things called dilators in and out in and out so they're getting bigger each one so the cervix dilates so they can get the suction catheter up suction the baby and it rips the baby to bits and then sometimes the head gets stuck so they go up with forceps crush the skull suction it out and what's left in the suction jars looks like cremola foam uh, and bits of body parts and then it's laid out it's it's horrific and, uh, and if it offends anyone well too bad if you want to you know turn away and say you my body my choice then you can hear it hear what it is and these vaccines they're using uh, 20-week fetuses in uh, water births from china where they take the fetus out 20 weeks in the sack cut it open, remove the organs, the babies are alive. And in Sweden, there was one where they did, I think it's 20 weeks and they go, the baby, they anesthetize the mother, the baby's alive in its safe place. They go up through the cervix, clamp the baby's head, uh, drill a hole in the skull and suck out the baby's brain while it's alive. And then the termination is carried out later. And this is fact. Please go and Google it. You'll find it. You'll find the study. Yep. It's it's there in Sweden. Um, so then I, I followed it and I followed the abortion clinics scandal that was in America. And there was the Polish uh, doctor who was found guilty, just the one. So remember, if it happens in one clinic, it'll be happening in a lot of clinics. And I saw the footage uh, from the pro-life videos of all the, the containers where I've seen I've seen women who have prostaglandin terminations later where they have to go through labor and give birth. And you might get a baby that's good size and. Half of them are dead when they're born. Some of them are alive when they're born and they are left in the sluice. You know, they're not to be resuscitated now. That's actually been, I can't remember where I was reading it recently. There is a law, you can't resuscitate them at all. Um, So they're left to die because, of course, we live in a civilised society. It makes me want to puke. Um, And then, um, so this is going on. And now... I was reading about this. Um, it must have been within the last nine and a half years because I, I was doing my Gerson for cancer where there was this clinic in America. And one of the nurses actually spoke up and then this doctor got done where they were the babies were being born, most of them um, black, um, which is the incidentally, that's the biggest threat to the black African-Americans life in the US. Not being shot, not being murdered by the police. It's being murdered in the womb. That's the biggest threat yep, to African-Americans. And um, well, I remember so David Clark. I remember David, Sheriff David Clark pointing that out. He said, if you Black Lives Matter people really cared about black lives, you would be protesting the abortion clinics in your own communities. I've seen I've, so I've seen the footage of all the buckets, the specimen buckets with the babies in really big size babies. Uh, and this nurse was telling how the babies were coming out and the babies are alive. So they would just snip the, the neck straight through the spinal cord with the scissors and this particular doctor dropped you you get this like it's like a big toilet in a sluice and he dropped one in there to drown it and um this is one clinic that was found guilty you can bet there'll be stuff like that happening in lots of places but i was following some footage uh, and some laws that they wanted to make it um legal to abort a child abort a child up to the age of two years old two years old um so they're saying a child can be culled, killed, murdered, have their life ended up to the age of two. Now, 
people were campaigning about that and saying, oh, this is terrible, you know, it's really awful and it's, it's just out and the mask's off. This has gone on in hospitals, euthanizing. Yep. You know, when babies are born and they're disabled, somebody there makes the decision that they do a thing called feed on demand. The child cries and it's got so many disabilities. They'll give it just water. They won't give it milk. If the baby doesn't cry, it gets nothing. Um, they don't actively resuscitate. I, I understand all this and I understand why it's done. I do understand all that. And I'm not saying, I'm not going to stand here and say whether I judge those that are doing it or whatever they do. But uh, as you as you get older in life, particularly if you've had a life-threatening illness, which for me, everything changed for me nine and a half years ago, then you start to change and you reflect. I've reflected. I've reflected on a lot of things. And I suppose that's the wisdom that comes with age. Um, and and I think about, you know, um, what what we, we just slightly digressing, but this is all linked. I was watching a documentary last night about um, the Marines in America and in the second Gulf War, and I was watching these young men, what they thought, and they, you know, at the beginning, they thought they were going in, weapons of mass destruction. Well, we all know that. And it all came out. There wasn't any. And Dr. David Kelly um, was suspiciously, uh, suspicious suicide. We all know it was murder. Even I know that you can't bleed out from a radial unless you've got some blood clotting disorder. Um, but they were all talking about it. And I was watching, you know, and, and I've heard it in my own country. And I have traveled. I've been all over the world. I worked for BA. So what I believe to be um, a civilized society is what I'm used to, what I'm brought up with. But I've been to Africa. I've been to India. I've been to Pakistan. I've been to the Middle East. I've been to the Far East. And I've seen how everyone lives. And I don't criticize any of it. I really don't. And I don't think places are filthy and dirty or whatever. It's, it's just a different culture. And... I was talking to Catherine this morning, who's from Kenya, and we were talking about, you know, when the people have nothing in Kenya and how they live, but they take care of their elderly and they um, they see them as full of wisdom and they're very out. They wash them and keep them lovely and fed and cleaned and they put them in the shade in the day that, and they'll often teach the young, what do we do here? What do we do in this big civilised society? We've got old people's homes bung them in there because we don't want them near us because it's a chore we want to go on our holidays we don't want to look after grandma and grandpa we don't want to have to have them around every sunday for dinner they're getting a bit senile and they're a bit smelly they're incontinent the house isn't as clean let's put them in a home and sell their property and we'll become um uh, what is it we're, we're now um i can't remember what you call it where uh you've you've got the legal right over them which i, I can't think of anything utterly worse so are we really that civilized? We have abortion clinics. We use. Yeah, we're not. We're, we we cover we cover up our sins through quote unquote civility. We hide what yeah. we're doing from the public. They don't they don't take the woman out there in the public. They don't take a camera in the room where they're going to do an abortion and show what's going on. They don't show the women really what they're doing. I think this is mm-hmm. one of the things that Abby Johnson had talked about. I, I heard her down in Georgia years ago before the. Um, uh, I think it was called Unplanned, 
movie came out and she was saying i was over all of uh, these this planned parenthood i won the you know whatever it is clinic of the year award from planned parenthood i was sitting beside hillary clinton when i got it and and then she tells a story i went in and i i had to actually go in and aid one of the abortions and she had had two herself so she had never seen what goes on and she said i saw what was going on and that's when she was cut to the heart over it and I remember reading David um, Kuplian's book, The Market in the Evil, and he had a, a a doctor in there who talked about going through, you know, they would go through the, um, I guess, the university or whatever, and they've got this thing, you know, you see it in the television where they got the uh, whatever's going on down here, and then up up upstairs they got the glass where the, the doctors are watching the students do what they're doing. And they did an abortion on the baby, and he said, I was so shocked. I, I was just literally shocked and sick. And the next day when we had to come back in and do it again, I wasn't as shocked. And by the third time, there was just, I was completely desensitized to what was going on. So I know those things, those things happen. And you're right. We're, we claim that we're a civil society. I think what people mean by that is we become technologically advanced. We're not quote unquote, a bunch of tribalists out murdering each other every day, which there is that that goes on too. The problem is nobody oh, brings justice. Ways, yeah. we, we are murdering everybody. Yeah. It's just yeah, we're, you're, you're right. You're right. That's exactly right. So I, I understand what you're saying, but a lot of people miss that. They don't see. It, it's like I said about Fauci this week. I think it was yesterday's show. And I was bringing that out about Fauci. I mean, you've got Dr. Wilner who called him out, what, 30 years ago? Yeah, yeah, yeah. For his, I mean, basically saying, he was just as bad as Hitler. I mean, that was the comparison that I was seeing in his genocide then with the HIV stuff. Yeah, absolutely. And as in we're not murdering each other, well, we, we really are because we fluoridate the water. We vaccinate our children even before they come out the womb to give them disease. And um, we whip them away from their parents and push them through the system. And um it all seems really kind of messed up to me. And like I say, I've seen terminations. I've seen prostaglandin terminations after that 12 weeks. And um, uh, it's it's sickening. I've seen lots of things that man will do to man when I worked in A&E, you know, even just using, don't, you know, it's taking away the guns. They still murder each other in this country. They use knives, table legs, anything really. Stanley knives, glass bottles. I've seen it all. Um, axes, machetes. Um, it, they, you know, you take away the tools, someone will use something else. Um, so I've kind of seen it all. And now um, it's it's just different weapons, what they're going to use. And they're using the vaccine. And But it so all, you, but the problem is it all comes from the same sinful heart. That's the, that's what they, that's what they can't get to. So they go to the weapon. Uh, to try to yeah. to try to say we're going to ban this kind of weapon or we're going to ban that kind of weapon uh, when you've got a really now simple going heart. to the food, you know they're making uh, fake meat, fake breast milk. Yep. Um, they they can't have the cow's milk that they've talked women into foolishly using, which is completely different to breast milk. Um, again, you know even that, you know your your breasts are fun bags no they're not they're for feeding a baby um whatever else happens in between i'm not interested but that's exactly what they're for feeding a baby and your body even when you're starving um your breast milk is still good even there was a study done years ago i was reading all about it on african women might be starving but their breast milk will nurture their baby and grow 
it just pulls on that woman's bones and teeth and all her resources. That's why the woman needs to eat well. But no, we use cow's milk because it's convenient in this. And actually, it's not convenient. Let me tell you, there's nothing easier or more convenient. And I had four kids within three and a half years. It's on tap. It's the right temperature. You don't need to sterilize anything. You just plug them on and carry on with life. That's right. There's nothing easier than breastfeeding. Yeah. Uh, so and I did it even in a court building I was given evidence once and I disgusted everyone (laughs) because I I fed my child um I used to be really belligerent about that as well um it was my right to feed my kids yeah so and you could do it with a shawl I didn't show anyone um but look you know we we are now in all of this we're going to have fake breast milk because the cows won't be here because they'll all be dead because we're now even bringing in australia and we just signed some deal to have the meat from australia which is going to put all our farmers out of this is all orchestrated yep. it's all I was it talking to my beloved sister in australia it's about two o'clock this morning um you know they they had the lima agreement years ago to destroy everything in australia and take all of the industry out which has happened go read it folks don't take my word for it um and now you know they've signed to have chinese troops on their soil in a national emergency and they cannot be charged with any criminal offenses that's nice isn't it um so i don't know what they've got planned there and um and everything else that's going on it's really quite shocking um but what can we do well voltaire we can tend to our own gardens and that might be Amen. whatever your 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 garden is and it might not even be literal and so if these injections um are all live injections which i don't believe they are i believe there's been a lot of placebos given because that would be a bit foolish to give everybody and it's so well too. known a tactic you yeah. you give so many um you give so many so much of your poison and then you give so much placebo because otherwise you'd be you'd be rumbled because everyone had dropped dead at once. Yep. And you want to stagger it because you don't want, as Boris has said, the bodies piling in the streets. And I believe he was telling us that we are going to see bodies piling in the streets. And um, uh, and I thought that was quite interesting. Dr. Merrick say, Merrick's saying about, you know, the rats where they put the vaccine on the tails of the rats when the rat licks, then the, the rat will then transmit it onto every rat in its vicinity. So how can we really um, protect ourselves? Well, the best way to protect yourself is to stay healthy. And, you know, this is the Lord's creation. We have everything that we need around us and in us. And remember, we are energy. So we have to kind of stay. So shall we think? So shall we say? So shall it be? Go and look up Florence Sim, Sim, uh, I can't remember the other bloke's name. It will come to me in a minute. Neville Goddard, both Christians. Uh, and just oh, just before I've offended anyone, listen, I am absolutely 21 vets kill themselves with suicide every day. It's terrible here as well. I have veterans. Um, they have my heart. They joined, believing they were all, both here and in the States, fighting for queen and country here and fighting for their own people, their nation, president there. And we were all lied to all lied to and actually we had two million people on the streets here protesting against the gulf war and that didn't work either so you see when you're on the streets it might make people feel part of something but does it work that's if it bolsters people up good so um just putting that aside it's probably upset anybody um but um what can we do and we really do need to stay in christ read scripture go back to what we should be doing 
Look at how we feed ourselves very simple things. You eat sugar, it's a poison. It's an acid. Switches your immunity off for four hours. Um, Think about what you you eat. You know, should you be having half a cow on your plate and then being full because you can't eat it all because you're a greedy pig? Gluttony is a sin. And you throw it in the bin. Amen. So is it? It's not enough that a cow has had a horrific life, had its calves taken away from it and been slaughtered. And it didn't it even died in vain because you threw half of its flesh in the bin. You know, these are all things that I think of. And I don't, you know, I personally don't eat meat and I haven't since I was a child. And um, um, I, I think I have fat-free organic yogurt, very little. That's it. Um so it's about thinking about what we've been given and they are trying to take the supplements away. So that takes me on to um, nicely onto something that we can all do. And it's knowing everything we need was provided for us. Everything we need is, is on this earth that we need to have. Sure. And you only have to look at how there are things that you, you can't really get from. I, I'm to, I'm be, I believe that you can only get it from me and people argue with me about it, but I'm still alive and well. Don't eat any <laughs> Um, so, you know, all our plants, you only have to look at our teeth, our jaws, what we're meant to eat. And so we, we have pr- provided for us by the Lord, we have magnesium and it's really interesting. And so I want to tell people that remember supplement, the keys in the word is a supplement to a natural diet. 90% of supplements are synthetic. So always try and get what you can from natural food, that's what you should be getting. So magnesium, and it states the recommended daily amount, which I sometimes don't take much notice of. Men, 400 to 420 milligrams daily. Women, 310 to 320 milligrams daily. Pregnant women, 350 to 360 milligrams daily. And if you're breastfeeding, 310 to 320 Fill your boots for your kids with loads and loads of magnesium sources and don't worry too much about it. If they're healthy, they're growing, they're not often sick apart from the usual stuff building their immunity, they're getting enough. And it's a key factor in making many parts of the body work properly. Um, To name but a few, I don't know how to switch that off, I must apologize, the heart, the muscles, the nerves, bones and more. Not enough magnesium in the body will cause it to malfunction. And it's always better, as I've said, to eat it from natural sources. Um, So what do you get it in? You get it in plant foods, legumes. Um, Always remember to soak and sprout your legumes. Soak them for 12 to 24 hours first, then tip the water out and leave them to sprout for 12 to 24 hours, then bung them in your slow cooker. That neutralizes the phytate and enzyme on them. If you don't do that and you're eating tinned or you're eating cartoned, what's going to happen is they're called little robbers. Your magnesium, zinc, iron and calcium binds to it and is carried straight out the body. So this is why it tells you in scripture how about your leavening of your bread and everything else. So it's all in there. So Again, it's about being a lazy toad and thinking you've got a really busy life. So you can't be soaking and sprouting and making your bread and everything else. You can't be doing your laundry because you've got a washing machine, a tumble dryer, an iron, a gardener, a woman that comes in, a Polish woman to do the cleaning. Your lives aren't busy. You're deluded. You're just thinking your lives are busy, going to your gym classes, going meeting your mates for coffee. Anyway, I digress. Uh, We've never had it so easy. We've never had it so easy. I've been to Africa. I've been to India. My life has been an absolute joy compared with what I've seen. 
So these women don't even have time to sit and read a book to their kids. They're up at dawn and then asleep when the sun goes down. Um, they don't even know what a book is. They haven't got time. I used to sit and read all my library books to my children. I've been blessed. Um, so where else is it found? It's found in dark leafy green vegetables. Fabulous. Eat them, juice them, whatever you want to do. If it's goitrogenic spinach, you're worried about your thyroid. When you cook these goitrogenic vegetables, they're fine. When it's not the goitrogenic, you can juice them. Um, You can eat them. Whole grains, nuts, seeds, fortified cereals. I don't really like fortified cereals. I'm just telling you what they say here. Um, You should be eating porridge soaked overnight. Fish, beef and poultry. Eat very little of it. And if you do, make sure it's organic because you don't want to have anything that's injected with all your GMO stuff because remember, you'll be GMO. Um, almonds, cashews, pumpkin seeds. Says here peanut butter. I wouldn't eat peanuts if I were you because of the aflatoxin on them, the biggest carcinogen known. Black beans, kidney beans. Again, if you're going to eat the kidney beans, shouldn't be very often. Soybeans. You've mentioned it, Tim. You shouldn't be eating any soybeans unless they are organic. And ladies, remember that soy has the same properties as estrogen. High estrogen in when you're premenopausal and after you've menopaused is what it, it's a growth promoter and it's what leads to cancer as well. And also remember your thyroid is hijacked. Your thyroid converts cholesterol to pregnenolone and progesterone. Bile acid, pregnenolone, progesterone are the youth giving hormones. Um, the progesterone will be the dampener for the estrogen. So, all of your makeup, anything with an aroma, all your pesticides, herbicides, fungicides, and just soy, unless it's fermented, it's synthetic estrogen. So, the, the thyroid, the binding agent it needs to convert this cholesterol is hijacked by the high estrogen. So, you don't want to be eating that. So, I don't eat anything soy. I had occasionally have a tiny bit of fermented soy sauce but it's high in salt so i don't do it okay why so, why did you say not not so many kidney beans what's the issue with the kidney beans it is um i've had this with katrina ask me next week and i'll give you the exact thing about okay. it but there is a reason why you shouldn't eat a lot of red kidney beans it's really not good for you so i tend to have them once in a blue moon um i'll, I'll get you the exact thing so remember um the thing but you know people eating soy Ladies, if you're premenopausal and you're no longer ovulating or you've had breast cancer, you should avoid everything soy, everything, no soy milk, nothing. Um, Anyway, uh, they just depress your thyroid down. Brown rice is good. Oats, make sure you soak them overnight. Partially digest the gluten, uh, which is fantastic. That's what you want. White potatoes, always eat the skin. All your vitamins and minerals are directly under the skin. Bake them in the oven on 170, do a whole bag of them for two hours. And they're so sweet when you do it, then you can slice them later, have them cold on a salad. If you want to eat organic eggs, make yourself a, a, is it a frittata, a Spanish thing, you know, put your potatoes at the bottom, whisk your eggs up, chuck them in, courgettes, onions, tomatoes, bung it all in. I used to do it for my kids and then they go, I'm not eating that. Ungrateful toads. But anyway, um, <laughs> cooked, yeah, cooked spinach, chard, Gerson juices, we use chard. Bananas and raisins, never juice spinach. It's goitrogenic. Cook it to stop that happening. And raisins. Um, So uh, number three, magnesium is the most abundant mineral in living cells. Uh, I've actually wrote all this out because I'm doing a video on it. 
It's involved in more than 600 cellular processes, including energy production um, by the mitochondria. The mitochondria is the little powerhouse in your cells. Remember, it makes the fluid. That fluid also acts as nutrition for your immune cells. Every single cell in your body has a vitamin D receptor on it, which is a hormone. To make that fluid in your mitochondria, you need the light that the Lord gave us. You need the sunshine. To make that fluid, you need the electrical field of the day of the sun. Amazing. I love nature. Nature is our creator. You know, one of the things that you're saying there in all of this, I just want to remind people and point them back to Scripture. Peter told us, he said, God has given us everything that pertains to life and to godliness. So he deals with the physical and he deals with the spiritual. And all of these things that you're talking about, when we bring you on, more and more, it just amazes me that these things are there. Somebody said in the chat, we're not energy. Well, we're not energy. We are flesh and blood. That's true. But our body has all kinds of electrical impulses are going through. Your heart doesn't beat without an electrical impulse making it beat. Um, and it has the most energy around yes, it. Yes, yeah. Sinoatrial node yep. starts that electrical impulse. You've all seen that little squiggle, PQRST. Yep. yep. You've seen it. You know, it goes from that down to the top part, which squeeze the blood and then down to the ventricles and then, you know, down all these little muscle fibers, that, you know, the Bikinji fibers, the bundle of hiss, which makes these things squeeze. It's an electrical impulse. That's why when people are electrocuted, they, they go from A&E, they have to go to co- uh, coronary care to be paced because it can knock your heart rhythm out of sync. So if you're going to say it and pick fault, you know, get it right, folks. Um, we, we do have energy. You measure the energy in the brain with an EEG. You measure right. it in the heart with an ECG, electrocardiogram. Yep. We, we give off an electrical field. You can measure it all. It's all measured. So it is all there and it is all linked. But look, the mitochondria protein synthesis, you need magnesium for. Protein synthesis, in order for a wound to heal, you have to have the right amount of protein in your diet for this wound to heal. And that's why when you get these dietitians that normally rock up at the ward that are as wide as they are tall, who don't know anything, and they give you these hideous whey proteins and rubbish, or you, you get the meal coming up from the hospital. It never used to be like this, incidentally. All the food was cooked on site. It was fantastic. And you'll get a croissant, a jelly, jello, some ice cream, a bit of jam. There's nothing there conducive to healing. It's disgusting. And these nurses, you should know that, that you need a certain amount of protein for for um, wounds to heal, but they don't know it because that's the Rockefeller pharma pimping system. And even doctors don't know what I'm telling you now. So the majority of them don't. So you need you need magnesium for protein synthesis, for carbohydrate, for metabolism, synthesis of nucleic acid and DNA production. So magnesium is critical for maintaining DNA stability. When your DNA is damaged, unless your immunity can generate an immune response, which you need magnesium for. Sugar in the presence of oxygen generates ATP, adenosine triphosphate, that in the cell. That's your immune response. You need that energy to repair the DNA. And if it can't be repaired to cause apoptosis, death of that cell, because if you don't and you've got damaged DNA and it divides, you've now got a mutation that keeps on dividing You've got a tumor, palpable, detectable tumor. You've got your cancer. 
So you need it for DNA stability. Magnesium exists in two basic forms in the human body, bound magnesium and free ionized magnesium. Bound makes up 45% of the total and is combined with the special carrier proteins. Free ionized makes up 55%. And these two are distinctly different in their function. Only 1% of the body's magnesium is found in the blood. And for an accurate reading of the magnesium within the body, the amount, you need to measure it in the red blood cells. It has to be measured and the most accurate measure separates the bound from the ionized. A depleted magnesium level within the body will lead to uncontrolled inflammation. It's Latin, inflammation. And that's the precursor to all cancers. Increasing the cancer, um, it's a precancer. It inhibits the immune system. When you've got inflammation, inhibits your immune system. Now, remember, I did a show about oils, what oils you eat. Yep. So going on, it's got a negative effect on the body's use of other nutrients, that inflammation, um, such as your vitamin D. Every cell has a vitamin D receptor, which is actually a hormone. So look, when you're eating all your bad oils, Again, your soy oil, your rapeseed oil, all these oils that are in all this processed food, this garbage that sits, the first two aisles is all your fresh fruit and veg. Then after that, if it comes in a box, tell me where that box of cornflakes grew. Um, Tell me what bush you pulled it off. All of these long life foods in the supermarkets, it's all garbage. You've got the oils in that give them shelf life and your hydrogenated oil. What does that do? It makes your cells, makes the coating of your cell. What does that do? Pushes oxygen away from the cell. Your natural stuff like your cold pressed black soil pulls oxygen to the cell, dampens the the fire, the inflammation. Those other oils set up a fire around your body. So do you see you don't have energy because you're pushing oxygen away from the cell, oxygen in the presence of sugar, ATP, pushes that away, creates the inflammation, inflammation which leads to your diseases all of your degenerative diseases colitis Crohn's, arthritis rheumatoid arthritis dementia it's all linked and it stops your magnesium it's fantastic i love it when you get into the absolute bones of this i get excited so <laughs> i can tell you know i know so you see <laughs> magnesium deficiency is it's essential for excitability of your neurons your neurons I'm going to move my arms so my brain. It goes along all these neurons, this energy, this electricity to make me move my arm. It's essential for that. You need it for the excitability of the neurons, the muscle contraction. What's muscle? Your heart. It's got your pericardium muscle around the outside, your myocardium in the middle and your endocardium right inside. It's muscle. And you need magnesium for that muscle to go thud lob, thud lob, thud lob for your heart. You need it. It's needed for normal heart rhythm. So what do we see in old people? Arrhythmias, arrhythmias. It's not normal. They get all this um, atrial fibrillation. What are all old people given? Calcium. I'm going to get onto that osteoporosis to give them calcium tablets. Just to let you know, folks, this is all linked. The sun shines on your skin. It can, when your shadow is short, get out in the midday sun, strip off. Who cares? Doesn't matter if you've got fat hanging. No one cares. They look for a few minutes, then they go and look at the next person. They don't care. Get it all off. 
get the sun till your skin changes color. It converts the cholesterol in your skin, goes through your liver, becomes your vitamin D, your calcium in your diet from all the things I've told you, it's in all the same foods, binds in your green leafy vegetables, binds to the vitamin D, then the vitamin K2 tells it to go into your bones, into your teeth. And if you don't have enough K2, it's going to hang around in all your soft tissue and your blood vessels. So it's all linked. You need the sun to get the vitamin D. It's all linked. So magnesium's needed. The magnesium's major role in the mitochondrial function means it's critical for energy production in the cells again um, and controlling oxidative stress. What is oxidative stress? I think I've explained this. It's a cell driving along, the wheels robbed. You're now tipping your chassis. It's getting all damaged. You're a free radical. There's your oxidative stress. Your vitamin C comes along, puts a wheel on it, mends it all. That's your, you're a free radical. And that now is mending your wall. It's all linked. Remember, we need energy at a cellular level to rally immune response, as I've said, and to kill off your invaders. So oxidative stress, the production of free radicals and lipid peroxidation. There's your inflammation again, folks. This is what damages our bodies. And it goes on and on and on. And it leads to all your degenerative disease. 90% of free radicals arise from everyday mitochondrial function. So it's a price we pay for generating energy. So how do we offset it? We eat all the fresh fruits and vegetables that the creator gave us. That's where you find all your vitamin C. Magnesium deficiencies continue to increase in the world. Chronic intense stress. What do you think the government's doing to us now with all this rubbish coming out of the BBC? Frightening us. They're making us stressed. Losing our jobs, um, losing our homes, stress. And the processed food that's in all your aisles depletes your bodies of magnesium. Our world is full of stress. The harmful oils, as I've said, and the additives, pharmaceutical drugs also deplete your magnesium, chronic illness. So in summary, the oils that we have and all those things, the stress, the pharma drugs, chronic illness, which is high blood pressure, diabetes, strokes, heart disease, sudden cardiac death, arteriosclerosis, kidney disorders, metabolic syndrome, neurodegenerative disorders, they lead to inflammatory disorders this is all all linked which goes on to autoimmune conditions burns trauma they all deplete your magnesium all of the aforementioned diseases that i said um, are also associated with rapid depletion of water soluble vitamins b and c so if these are not replaced and there's and they're not replaced there is no pharma drug on the market that's going to save your life if you're critically ill, if you're depleted in your vitamins and minerals, nothing. doesn't matter what drug they throw at you, you're going to die. And it's as simple as that. So none of the witchcraft and sorcery that is in the garbage that they're going to pile into you and call it medicine when they take you in the hospitals with the nurses running around with a bunch of keys doing all this high tech stuff fat dancing on tiktok videos and the doctors believing their god's idolatry is going to save you because what is going to save you is what's out there growing on the in the seeds and the fruits of the trees and the vegetation that's what you should be doing and if you can't buy it get some seeds get some chickens and get planting up in your small gardens this is called prepping so that's what you should be doing administering the farmer drugs ain't gonna cut it Allopathic medicine industry is mostly unaware and they are and ignorant to all of what I've just told you, even though 
and I've checked it, it's there. There are endless studies on PubMed and even going to Cochrane, endless studies about the biomechanical processes that are devastated by disease when you don't have this magnesium. And there's extensive literature in there um, that emphasize the absolutely beneficial effects of magnesium supplementation. And yet they remain unused. So chronic inflammation, uncontrolled inflammation, deplete your magnesium, and it leads on to autoimmune diseases, your thyroiditis, your diabetes, your multiple sclerosis, um, chronic infection, including, don't forget your dental, your root canals, they are just leaving dental infection, which is again, constantly depleting your magnesium. And it's a vicious cycle. The magnesium depletion leads to more, um, more inflammation. And it's your body's primary protectant against uncontrolled inflammation. Magnesium is your body's primary protection against this inflammation. Now, there's something, the mechanism of inflammation. In fact, I'm not going to go into it all because it will blow all your mind. But what I will say is your vitamin D and your, your magnesium work together. So you have to get loads, loads of both. Get out in the sun, get all your fruit and vegetables and supplement afterwards, which you should, which you should, your magnesium, which I've said, and also get some vitamin D supplementation, particularly in the winter and take a vitamin K2 with it. So it's really interesting that all the old people, um, you know, the more mature people, they, they, and women after menopause, you start, they start to say, oh, you get, you're starting to lose your bone. Um, you're starting to get osteoporosis. And remember, when you're drinking fluoride water and using fluoride toothpaste and fluoride that's in all the drugs, that does actually cause fluorosis of your skeleton. And when you start to degrade, you get poisoned all over again because it releases all the fluoride that you've got in your skeleton. Just a little nugget there. So get a distiller, get a Berkey, non-fluoride toothpaste. If you don't want to use that, use coconut oil. So they give all these uh, patients then, and I've seen my own mother, she won't be listening to this, so I'll use her as an example. She's on a bag load of medications, she tried to hide them from me. She's got all of these things wrong with her, arrhythmia, osteoporosis, she's got them all, she's taking a calcium tablet, she's taking all the tablets for her heart arrhythmia, she's been in coronary care. And what actually happens is, they give you this um, Calcium. So the mechanism of inflammation with deficiency of magnesium, tissue magnesium activates all of your blood cells that you need. And this, the phagocytes, inflammatory right blood cells, such as neutrophils, and they open the calcium channels on the cells and it activates cell signaling that triggers inflammation mechanisms. So all the factors that dramatically increase inflammation so what they do with all these elderly people, I've seen them all, and they come in, they give them calcium tablets, and it doesn't go into the bones or the teeth. It just um, affects this calcium channels into the cell, affects the magnesium uptake, and it further exacerbates. And I couldn't believe what I was reading the more I went into it. And I looked then into my prescriber course books and the calcium drugs. Calcium causes your blood vessels to spasm. So it's seen in heart attacks. And it also causes rupture of brain aneurysms, this spasming. The spasms leads to uh, coronary arterial blockages. That's what it does. And yet they give all the old people calcium tablets. And what do we see them all suffering from? 
We see them suffering from blood vessel spasms that causes heart attacks, heart arrhythmias, aneurysms, and yet the magnesium, it greatly, um, it, when you give magnesium, it improves it because it relaxes these spasms, improving the blood flow. But they don't give them magnesium when they bring them into the hospitals. So, Kate, is, is, are you saying that calcium that. is bad? Are you saying that calcium is bad for people? Well, you take your calcium in your foods. Okay. But when okay. these old people I got start you. to get osteoporosis, they give them calcium tablets. Doesn't go into the doesn't go into the bones or teeth. Remember, as you get older, your thyroid function starts to dip. And if you've got a thyroid full of chlor- chlorine, fluoride, bromine in all your fire retardants, it pushes the iodine out of your thyroid. So your thyroid's not working. When your thyroid's not working, it affects your stomach acid. If your stomach acid isn't 1.5 to 3.5, you're not going to extract your nutrients from your foods at all. And one of the signs of it is you're starting to get reflux, heartburn, and then they give you another antacid to make the acid less, which compounds the problem. So you don't get the vitamins and minerals through again. So you're going to be deficient in your magnesium and your calcium because you're now not absorbing your calcium that's bound to your vitamin D. And you can to tell it where to go. So now your magnesium's low, your calcium's low, you're getting osteoporosis and fractures. So what do they do? They give you a calcium tablet, which compounds the problem, causes the calcium, and it causes the blood vessels to spasm, which is what you see in heart attacks and spasm, when actually, if you give them magnesium, it stops all that. But the doctors, you very rarely see. I've never seen it. And I did work in the NHS for a long time. You don't see them on magnesium infusions. You just don't see it. And so magnesium, low magnesium, greatly increases the risk of sudden cardiac arrest. Oh, wow. Well, so, I, uh, I, can, I can tell you this. I can tell you this, and I got a question from the chat. I know I had uh, an issue at one time where my left ankle and the foot would swell up. Um, and I thought, well, it's probably I'm sitting in the chair doing all my work so much and and things. And I went to church. I told my pastor that. And he goes, it sounds like maybe you're a little bit low on magnesium. So I got the stuff that we called out for what they're they're trying to do socially. But their their product is actually really good called Calm, which was I got it for my wife when she was pregnant because she needed a magnesium supplement. And it was it was a, a calming drink or whatever. That's what it was supposed to be. In any case, I started taking that and immediately, I mean, just less than 24 hours, it had reduced the swelling. So I can attest to exactly what you're saying, that it retards the inflammation. At least I've, relaxes, I've seen that for relaxes sure. Relaxes the blood vessels. Yes. That's right. Yep. And also restless legs. People get restless legs. So yep. look, calcium channels regulate immune cells and immune factors and calcium channels are tiny pores that regulate the entrance of calcium into the into the cells too much calcium entering the cell triggers destructive reactions that will eventually kill the cell and this is the basis of a number of illnesses a massive influx of calcium into your cell triggers intense inflammation massive free radical generation and lipid peroxidation taking too much cal- uh, calcium supplement can be extremely harmful, especially if you've already got an inflammatory disorder like um, diabetes, colitis, Crohn's, arthritis. And let me tell you, I know this from um, cancer patients I've got. Um, you don't give them calcium because it, giving them calcium supplements like pouring petrol 
on a fire, makes their tumors grow. So greater than 500 milligrams daily of of calcium increases your risk of prostate cancer. So cancer is an inflammatory disorder. Again, remember that. So look, let's finish on something. um, I always like to finish on something good here. So let me tell you, there's a number of forms of magnesium that can be taken daily. And the most common include magnesium chloride, magnesium sulfate, and magnesium gluconate. Unfortunately, the first two are very poorly absorbed and they can cause diarrhea and and they can make you have stomach and, and intestinal cramping pains in your stomach if you take them at higher doses. So magnesium citrate and magnesium malate are the preferred forms. And some supplements contain both forms and they come in powder or capsules. Um, The higher doses when taken on um, an empty stomach, these forms can cause diarrhea. I take magnesium citrate. The most tolerable and well-absorbed forms are slow release. So look for slow release magnesium, magnesium malates. And it's available from Jigsaw Health. Two tablets taken twice a day with a meal is usually sufficient. That's what I do. I take one in the morning and I take one with my dinner. I only eat once a day, really big portion now. Don't want to get fat. <laughs> Can't have that me calling the nurses fat, then me getting fat. <laughs> <laughs> Two tablets taken twice a day with a meal is usually sufficient if you are eating fresh, leafy, green vegetables. Eat a natural diet. Um, so your nuts, your green leafy vegetables, especially almonds, cashews and Brazil nuts, Dark chocolate, I know you like that. Really dark chocolate is 17, 80%. Try and buy an organic one. Um, Avocados, yummy, yummy, yummy. Have your jacket potato straight out the oven with the skin on. Get an avocado and mash into it. Put some onion in it and then get your cold pressed black soil, apple cider vinegar, sprinkle of dill, half a bulb of chopped garlic. It's delicious. Um, God, I'm starving. Um, legumes, <laughs> black beans, too. black beans. And if you want to eat salmon, that's another source and other foods that contain high amounts of magnesium. Remember, if you're eating salmon, it's a carnivorous fish. Don't have it very often. Make sure it's organic. Um, your swordfish, don't ever touch it. Tuna, certainly don't eat canned tuna. And I wouldn't, well, I don't eat fish at all, but your um, tuna, I wouldn't touch. It's very, very, very high in mercury. So is swordfish. Remember, mercury is, um, it's a heavy metal goes through the blood-brain barrier. Remember, 2.4 gigahertz will over your blood-brain barrier. And if you've been foolish enough to have that injection or any of the others, polysorbitylate is in it, which opens the blood-brain barrier. Um, low blood sugar does, high temperature does. Um, they'll open it. So um, these heavy metals go to the brain. So if you're eating lots of salmon, swordfish, tuna fish, you're going to be getting loads of mercury and it just sits in the brain. Chronic inflammation. Remember, inflammation is the precursor to cancer. So I would have, if you're going to have your salmon, just have it once a week and have it organic, Um, but try and stick to all those other sources. So supplement your vitamin D3 in the winter. I take 5,000 international units and a K2. Um, You can supplement your magnesium. I've gave you the doses at the beginning. Take the ones that I've said, one in the morning, one in the evening eat all the foods that are full of it. You don't need to be taking calcium supplements. Question your doctor, always question your doctor because I bet you they don't know it. And um, love, live, hug, smile, laugh, kiss, whatever else you want to (laughs) do. Okay. All right. Well, I'm going to give a quick update here because um, this week uh, 
we got the uh, some people I told you guys about my chicken coop and some friends were oh, very kind of could kind of help to help us with that and so we're very appreciative of that but I I wanted to tell a funny story here and I was going to get a video so I could show it but I put in one of these little automatic you know doors right the chicken run doors what it's called it's real easy to install you don't have to do a whole lot of things just you know, use a jigsaw and, and cut out a, the place for it to go. Screw it in there. So the chickens, I'm doing that. The chickens are, you know, backing up because they're hearing the drill go and then they're hearing the other thing go. And I get the thing on and I start putting the screws in. Well, the chickens come over and as the screws are going in, they start pecking at the screws. And then about four or five of them get, get their heads out the door. I'm putting the ramp up there, right? They don't want to go down the ramp right yet. They're a little scared of the ramp. But... They're sticking their heads outside the door, and underneath, this thing has got, I guess, a light sensor. So it opens when, you know, it gets morning, closes when it gets dark. And yes, folks, I know I'm up early in the morning, but I got all kinds of stuff to do, and I can't be going out there with chickens. So these chickens, like four of them, get in this little hole that's about this big, sticking their heads out, and the one thing they see is the little bitty gray button under the black cover that's there, and they start pecking at it. Until it starts closing. So it closes. I open it back up. They come out there. They do it again. I come. I, I went around the corner. They had done it. And one of them is caught. It's like halfway in its back. And, and it just stops there. The bad thing about the door is it'll keep that chicken there until I come out there and hit the button to release it. I mean, it doesn't, it doesn't crush them. It just stops when it senses resistance. But it's just I thought I'd throw that out to people because... Um, we're really looking forward to maybe eggs later in the fall or something like that that we'll get. And uh, I, I really want to have, I told you about Dr. Berg. I know you had seen Dr. Berg up in D.C. And I really want to try to get Dr. Berg on because he's like you. He gets excited. He gets excited about the things that he's that he's telling the people because he's he not only knows it, he's lived it. He, he lives that. I think he's in his 50s now. And he when you see him on the thing, you think he's like a, late 30 year old guy maybe and early he used 40s. to eat he used to eat all the garbage yeah dr burke and and he him and his wife yeah yeah they live they talk the talk and they walk the walk yes um, which is amazing um yeah it, it, he he's really cool i want to tell people out there because i think it's only fair every now and again to admit it, admit to my debauchery so i was in court uh and I uh, had some a salad with my barrister and I came home and um, I will take full responsibility. But Catherine, Katrina, you can take the responsibility. Us Brits, we love our fish and chips and you can see it. And, and it used to be very it would I'm sure it would have been very, very healthy. So probably once a year or twice a year. I've done my once a year. We we have a chip shop. But of course, now they're using garbage oils. Um, well, I don't want to say that in case the chip shop heard me, but they will be using oils. It won't be. And we, Catherine and I had some chips and some onion rings and mushy peas and curry sauce. It is a Shame, shame, uh, shame. I know, but listen, <laughs> I was so ill. I was so ill. First of all, I, I was comatose. I hardly, <laughs> I came home from Catherine's house. She'd got my dogs. So I came home, she picked me up at the station Um we're honestly, we're like, we're like the golden girls. It's hilarious. We're like two old biddies. Uh, I got changed and then I went round to her house and then we ended up, we headed off for our debauchery and we came back and Alistair, who is, will not eat anything that's bad, wouldn't join us in our uh, dirty, rotten secret. And we, we had eyes bigger than our belly. We preached in the chip shop. 
about masks, about the swabs. To anyone who would listen who came in with a mask, we were in there, maskless <laughs> preaching. And we came home and um, with this, and we bought far too much, which is totally vulgar. Those potatoes died in vain because we ended up binning half of them. So I, it, which is disgusting when you think how many people are starving in the world. Yeah. We had to put, we were pigs, gluttony. We did that. We were sinful. And we ate all these chips and we couldn't eat everything. And then I, I couldn't move. And I went home a couple of hours later. And I'm sorry, I'm going to admit this. I was beyond fatigued. I took my dogs upstairs and I got into bed with my clothes on and I slept till the morning with all my clothing on and I've all my joints hurt everything I couldn't do that my knees hurt my feet hurt that is what nutrition does to your body mm. if it's toxic it will make you sick yeah my joints hurt I was tired I had a headache my fingers were stiff and that was oil Hmm. Uh, and it, uh, and you have you have this kind of reaction if you if you participate in that kind of stuff because you you made this every that every time. once in a while somebody invites you over something you eat something that that you don't normally eat and it affect it it tastes good while you're eating it but it has that effect on you now yeah, I've, got one, every time. I've got one question every before time. we before we kill the show because we're gonna have we're almost at two hours now um, one question and that comes from Lindsay and she asked she's been doing some studies you mentioned vitamin D she's been doing some research into the whole tanning bed thing and she wants to know what's your thoughts on trying to get uh, vitamin D from the the false ultraviolet lights that are in the uh, in the tanning beds the tanning salons don't do it um i used to have a sunbed in the 80s yes i was crispy uh there's a different lamp that i believe dr mccauley uses and erin erin elizabeth i've heard erin talk about that i'd have to i'd have to contact her and ask her which one it is she talks about it but there's no um there's, there's nothing that is going to do it like natural light. Everybody can get out at 12 o'clock, between 10 and 2, which is when they tell you not to go in it. They tell you to lather yourself up in that toxic poison. This is not a wetsuit. The skin absorbs what you put on it. Um, everyone can get out there in the midday sun. Um, you really can. You watch an animal. I, I, I've, I had 12 cats in my heyday. I'm now down to three. Um, you watch it when the sun comes out. There'll be a little patch of sunshine, even at the end of the day, even as the winter months begin to come in the autumn, there'll be a cat in it. Cats aren't stupid. They'll be in that patch of sunshine. You can see that all over the world. They'll go and get in the sunshine for a certain amount of time. Then they'll go in the shade. So that's what you need to do. I don't think tanning salons are going to do it. I think you really need to be thinking about getting out in the midday sun. And we, we've not had any... Sonia, you know, we just got torrential rain this time last year. I was crispy, nice and brown. Um, and, you know, that's why when you get out, you feel wonderful. When you go on your holidays and you've got a tan and you've been out in it, you feel good. It's the happy hormone, vitamin D. Um, so do get out in the midday sun and your children. Don't lather your children up and then they don't get any vitamin D and they've got vitamin D deficiency. Yep. They do need to get a certain amount of it. So what you can do, get them out, let them get it till their skin starts to change slightly colour. If that's um, Caucasian white redhead, it's probably about 30 minutes. For me, it's, oh, don't be fooled. I mean, I, I was a bit, I was blonde when I was younger, but I, I go really dark in the summer. 
but you get out there and then you just cover up, get a baseball cap on, get a long sleeved white top on. Nothing better than a dish dash. I'm telling you, those Arab guys have got it right with those all-in-one white robes with the <laughs> yeah. white cloth on their head. Um, and even, a, you know, even a burqa, once you've been out in the sun, get one of those on and you're covered. Um, that's what you need to do, just cover. Um, so one of my patients' uh, relatives is actually making me one because I want to see what happens when I walk down the road with that one. But um, it, it, that's, you know, they cover up. So you can, you can wear a long white robe, Linen, linen's wonderful. Cotton is wonderful. White will reflect it. Just cover up, get under an umbrella, but get out in the midday sun and get your vitamin D, everything we need. It's all here. Amen. Amen. Yeah. And then the creator is, um, you know, he, he, it's amazing when you start thinking of it, you're bringing up just, you know, little bits of what a certain plant will do or or a certain food will do, or this, that, and the other. And it's amazing how the Creator has designed all of this together that some people think just, you know, just came about by chance or millions of years, which is just nonsense. The, the things that, that happen just in our body from how we eat food and things is is so amazing when you start to see all the things like what you're pointing out that, I mean, you 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 have to give glory to God for what he has designed in all of this. And so with that said, Kate, thank you for, for being on the show again, as always, and also for spending extra time, an hour with us. Uh, we appreciate that very much. You guys keep Kate in your prayers. We're going to have in the archive also where you can get um, the supplements and things that she has that she recommends. And uh, those links will be available later on this morning at sonsoflibertymedia.com. You can uh, you can get those there. And um, Kate, were you saying something? Yeah, please do look out yeah, for my uh, Crowd Justice Fund that will be coming. Okay, yeah. Uh, and if you are in the UK, please do use genesishealing.co.uk because, and if they don't have what you're looking for, just email them. They're a, they're a, a Christian couple that have organic shops as well. Uh, because, you know, big tech, Amazon is buying up all of the shopping malls that are going to go bust and they're making them into um, Amazon distribution centers. And they did that with the booksellers. And when over 3000 bookstores went bust, then Amazon started to, um, they started to censor what we could buy. So if we allow them to take over the supplement industry, they're going to censor what we can get. And and that's a fact. Yeah. Yeah. And we want we want to push people over there to you, especially for the time that you give to the show um, to kind of, I guess, maybe compensate you in some ways. I know you like to come on and and teach people. That's a passion you have. But uh, you guys can do that. Kate, you're going to be sending us some kind of a uh, a fund that will help you with yeah, your court case and stuff. Justice fund. And if not, um, okay. if you want to donate now, I'm sure they can do it via you, Tim. Um, I'm looking for 70K. And actually, it's not very much if we all just put in a tenner. Uh, but I, it, this is principle now because that a lot is resting on that court case. Yeah. If we're convicted, that right there it's telling you that you have no freedom of speech yep. and you have no right to assemble and that science is bastardized and that you cannot say um, this, this injection is, is dangerous and here's the proof. Yeah. It's all there. Well, yeah, and I want to encourage people that uh, once we get that link to, to, if you're able to help Kate to do that, because when we see situations like this, Kate, you're exactly right. It's not just about you. 
that whatever that ruling is will then affect anybody else who decides they want to speak out in public, who want to attend an event um, and, and speak out against anything. It doesn't even have to be a vaccine or whatever. Yeah, they're going to they're be trying to use that to come after other people. So let's be in prayer about that. Let's give uh, some financial support. And Kate, if you've got a link, if you'll get it to me, I'll put it in there, whatever. If you want to set that up so we can get that in, I'll be glad to do that. Guys, don't forget, 3 p.m. today, 2 p.m. Central. Catch Bradley on sonsoflibertymedia.com. He'll be live for two hours. And have a great weekend, a great Lord's Day, and then 6 a.m., Lord willing, we're going to talk to you on Monday. See ya.